Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, now it is preview time. The New England Patriots have traveled to Green Bay. They have been joint practicing all week with Matt LaFleur's Green Bay Packers. As you pointed out in our mailbag portion of this week's podcast, Andy, two franchises that have experienced excellence, if not greatness at times, over the last 30 years with their quarterbacks, basically Favre into Rodgers. Rodgers! And then you've had Bledsoe into Brady. And now both teams searching for their next answer for the answer at quarterback Jordan Love now in his third year as well but this is his first year as a starter Mac Jones in his third year technically his third year as a starter as well uh but he's he should be further along than Jordan Love Jordan Love looks to potentially be a great fit for what Matt LaFleur is doing on offense is Mac Jones the answer for the Patriots and Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick these are some of the many questions we have and we hope to find out more Saturday night's game 8 p.m. Eastern time What's the first thing, Andy, that you will be looking for or toward Saturday night uh, when the pack and the Pats kick things off? Like we expect the starters to be out there for the, at least the first couple series, right? Well, um, yeah, but what I'll be looking for, I don't know if they'll be starters. I'll be looking for the people playing offensive line to see if they are competent and capable and mm -hmm. competitive. Those C words we've been tossing Triple around C. for the team. Yes. Um, can We will see if they can compete and show up. So, because it's, the practice field and the and the preseason game field last week have been incredibly consistent, as in consistently bad for the offensive line. So if we're going to stick around with C's, uh, consistently crappy. Yeah, it's been a real. Forget it. I won't keep going with C words. Nope. That, no, that's later we'll get in trouble. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, but it all starts there. Like I want to see Mac ah. do things. I want to see. Actually, I would probably put Ramondre Stevenson in the uh, bubble wrap. I don't even know that I need to see Ramondre Stevenson. But um, whoever's running the ball, do they have holes? Mm -hmm. Whoever's throwing the ball, do they have protection? And there just hasn't been enough of that so far. And so that – I don't know how you could have any other answer than the offensive line and the guys that are blocking. That is the be-all, end-all, start-all. Yeah, but I, I – like, 
first off, I just want to remind everybody, and for some reason, this seems to be an issue in New England with people that are probably on edge or, you know, hiding their concerns and burying them under a defensive posture. But it is okay. I even said this last year when I was at a blood drive and I joined the Greg Hill show live from Fenway Park for a while. Last year, I expressed my concerns over the development of the offense in preseason. And I told him live on air, like, guys, it's okay for your offense to look okay in the preseason. It's okay to score points in the preseason. It doesn't have to all just get chalked up to, ah, Belichick's just running Sims so he can learn and figure things out for the regular season. As we saw, the offense sucked in the preseason and the offense kind of sucked in the regular season. It's okay for the Patriots to actually electrify the fans. It's okay for them to turn heads on the field. It's okay for them to make the broadcasters say, wow, I didn't see that coming. What a play. There's been zero of that save for Malik Cunningham running the ball in the fourth quarter. I know it's only one preseason game, but like, you know what I need to see? I want to see Mac Jones complete a couple of downfield passes. I would like to see some plays where Green Bay gets put on their ass. I'd like to see the Patriots, God forbid, dominate for just even 30 seconds or a minute long stretch because they just got pushed around by and large, save for a little Jalen Mills and Keon White action last week. It's a, it's like a snooze. It's a freaking, it's okay. Like you, how many players have we seen break out so far in the preseason? We've seen Tank Bigsby in Jacksonville, Deuce Vaughn, lighten it up down there, a little fight, like guy who makes J.J. Taylor look like Hakeem Olajuwon down there in Dallas. Bengals, Packers, their first game was really entertaining as well. The Jets have looked good for the better part of the preseason. Like it's okay to step out and have a really awesome drive and go down and shove it down the Packers' throat and score a touchdown. Right. For example, just run Tyquan Thornton straight down the field at 4.2 whatever and yeah, throw, it, and throw and it to him. See what can happen. Yeah. I'm all for that because that would fall under the Andy Hart rule of entertain me because, you know, sometimes entertainment value is far and fleeting in preseason games. So, yes, I, I would agree with you on the entertainment part. The flip side of the ball, um, you're going to go against probably a, a primarily starters on the Packers offensive line. Let's mm -hmm. see the defense that we've been raving about for weeks and weeks, you know, whether it was preseason, I mean, before the season when we were like theorizing the defense can be good or then on the practice field and the game field saying, oh, yeah, this looks like it could be good. Continue to do that. Take the next step. You have some young receivers on the Packers side of the ball versus young corners on the Patriots side of the ball. So kind of a, a fair matchup. It's not like you're putting Christian Gonzalez against a wily veteran. It's young versus young. It's upside versus upside. So let's see what this young defense and pass rush and everything can do against Jordan Love and company. Exactly. You're going to see a mobile quarterback. You're going to see speedy young receivers. You're going to see speedy tight ends as well. Musgrave is a handful. Uh, could yep. be a, could be a nice little sneaky steal for he them. He could be a problem. Yeah. He could he be for this defense. Like yeah. if I were doing a regular season preview, I like the Patriots safeties. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of the Patriots safeties other than maybe Mills can cover him. And like, I think, Kyle Duggar, we, we've talked a little bit about this. Like he's, he'll have interceptions in camp and everybody's like, oh, mm -hmm. Kyle Duggar. And it's like, yeah, but three or four of the other plays before that, he was getting toasted by Hunter Henry or Mike Gesicki. And mm -hmm. I'm not sure coverage is his thing. So um, that that tight end issue could be a matchup for this defense if we we're talking about early and it mattering and pretending this is real football. Of course. And lest we forget or or at least we mentioned uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, they've got great young, great backs, obviously both veterans at this point, but they've got speed. They're great on the wheel routes, great in the flat screen passes, power runs up the gut. I think the Patriots will get tested appropriately at just about every point of interest along the line. 
out in space, down the field, and then flip, you know, flip it to the other side. The Packers have a good pass rush. They have good corners and Razul Douglas and Jair Alexander. Like, I think this is a perfect test for every element of the Patriots that we're interested in, curious about, or have our reasonable concerns. Andy, tell me a couple of players that you'll have your eye on Saturday night because you think they may be either competing for their job or competing for a spot on the roster. Well, I will go back to the guy that I find curious last week, Jalen Mills. What's his role? What are his reps? Who's he's because it'll be interesting. Like last week, he was with the ones that aren't weren't the ones because the real ones were right. watching from the sideline. This week, if he doesn't see a lot of early time and then is on the field with the quote unquote twos, he might just be a two who's fighting for his job kind of guy. Adrian Phillips, I'll keep an eye mm -hmm. on his usage because I know he's been a popular surprise cut candidate. Um, it'll be interesting to see Trent Brown get out there and start to have, if he has them. And then the guy I talked about last week, I think maybe we're going to get a little taste of the rookie sensation, overrated, underrated, whatever you want to call him, Marte Mapu and what he can do physically. Cause there's a guy that if you want to match up a versatile athletic defensive back linebacker type with a versatile athletic tight end, maybe that's a matchup you see some form of early on to see what this youngster can do with some live game action so those guys and then it's not sexy not sexy but um we got a kicking battle going on with ryland yeah, and nick folk kind of what happens there who gets reps we talked about it last week even in the punting game like i want to see these guys that are young opportunities slash be put in position to succeed and or fail like put a little pressure on them so um nick folk chad ryland and even mm -hmm. my guy Beringer. boom the ball lambeau field Get it up through the uh, wind mm -hmm. stream. The tundra's not frozen, so it should be a fine night to kick. Exactly. Now, Beringer has all but had his job secured because uh, Waitman was wearing 15 during pretend season and training camp, and they just gave that to Zeke. So I'm pretty pretty comfortable and confident, <clears throat> to use more C words, that Bryce Beringer has won the job. I know he shanked a couple, but he got some nice Foxborough, uh, some Foxborough roles. Or what did, what did you guys like to call them? The... Uh, Romanian roles back the in the Romanian Zoltan roles for Zoltan Mesco. That's right. Don't mess with the Zoltan. Uh, I, yeah, the kicking battle bears watching can old, uh, my guy, big kick, Nick, hold on to his job and withstand the charge from fourth round draft pick, Chad Ryland. Ryland had a tough day in joint practices. Uh, I know the win was a factor late folk doesn't have the leg he does, but he's obviously got the accuracy. Would they consider keeping two? And if they do, oh my God. What does that say about the depth at so many other positions where the Patriots are desperate for quality play or star power? Yeah, the offensive line needs to be watched. I would love, now you mentioned it earlier in the entertainment factor portion of our preview. I would love to see Tyquan Thornton make some freaking plays. Just throw him the ball. Like, Agreed. Yeah. Just uh, throw maybe him the ball, a little, see what he can do. Throw, if he gets broken, he gets broken. If he doesn't do it, he doesn't throw do it. Throw a bunch of, like, get, put him, let's see a 15 yard out. Let's see 20 yards down mm -hmm. the seam and see if he can avoid. Feed, feed, him, feed Thornton. Style. No, he literally needs to be fed because he's so well, small. I don't need to see Ezekiel Elliott. He needs to round up into shape. And, oh, he's you know, rounded out for the shape. Yeah. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Into shape. But now Pierre Strong is a little bit dinged up. We may not see him. Who the hell else is going to, like, are we going to see Micah Vanterpool, the US, the, ex, the USFL uh, tackle that they signed out of Hawaii, who played at Hawaii? Are we going to see... Maribel, Carabel, Caramel, Caramello, whatever his name is. CJ the running Maribel is a human being and he has feelings. Okay. Put some, am I going to put some respect on that name after yeah. Saturday? You should. You think? I mean, no. he's obviously going to get meaningful reps. 
because they don't have many other running backs. What'd you pull out earlier? Meaningful. Okay. Well, are, who would you rather see toting the ball Saturday night? Kevin Harris. G- After Harris, it's going to have nope, to be somebody Harris, else. Just all Harris. All Harris. Just it's run him into the ground. Because I saw people saying like the performance last week was like why they had to sign Zeke, blah, blah, blah. Zeke, I don't. I think you could have put Barry Sanders behind that offensive line last oh, week, and he wouldn't have gotten positive. Gail yards. Sayers would have actually had yeah. his lunch handed to him. Jim Brown, whoever you want to pick. So, right. I'd like to see similar to Thornton in a different mm-hmm. level of the roster, but I'd like to mm-hmm. see Kevin Harris get some consistent. You're going to get three series in a row in the first or second quarter here. I want to see what you can do. At some point, I need positive yards. I need broken tackles. I need you to show that you're a big back who can do the job. So I would like to see an extended period of Kevin Harris. Yes. Okay. I wouldn't mind seeing Maribel just to see if we can have a camp star or somebody who can flash and do a little extra something. I don't know. I mean, I can't believe backup tight ends. How about next in line tight ends? Ferkser's Ferkser, Anthony Ferkser. These other guys. Lumpkin. Sokol, Mm. Lumpkin, and Ferkser. Worst law firm ever. I'm not taking any of my business there. But right now it sounds like Ferkser's grasping a hold of the job that could potentially be his depending on how that mild dislocation of the shoulder for Mike Kosicki goes. Again, Ooh, not two great. Two tight end sets with Ferkser. Ferkser and Hunter uh, Henry. Oh, God. What happened? Remember when this was fun? It still is fun. <laughs> See, I get joy out of football because I, I love football and I love the unknown. And guess what? Right. Just like last week, and we haven't even mentioned a, a name, a, a name that we probably should mention. Malik Cunningham Malik? was the star of last week, right? Yep. That game sucked without Malik Cunningham. There will be another guy this week who, Demario Douglas, Tyquan Thorne, I don't know who it's going to be, whether it's the starters and high-end guys who didn't play last week Mm -hmm. getting their chance, and and maybe it's three plays. Remember last week we said, oh, that's a good catch from Thornton. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's Bourne who gets three plays. One's on a motion jet sweeps, and you're like, oh. Oh, are they going to Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. So there will be upside when we do our immediate reactions after the game or Sunday or whenever the hell we're doing them, we will we'll have be on a 10 a.m. on Sunday. Yep. Oh, yeah. We'll have upside ones. Now, there'll be downside ones. We might still be bitching about the line. We might be bitching about, uh, ooh, Keon White came back to reality when he got a little earlier rep. Or Christian Gonzalez, oh, boy, he was chasing Christian Watson or something. But there are going to be pros and cons coming out of this game because there have been of every game I've covered for the last 24 years. Uh, yes, I agree. There will be pros and cons <laughs> Sunday. We'll have our ups and downs and more. Yes. A good camp competition battle. It's fun. Who can make 52. Of course it's fun. I'm just sort of right. lamenting the fact that we're like grasping for like, I can't wait to see blank or this guy is going to light camp. Okay, up. Oh. I'll give you one. I'll give Go you ahead. one that will ignite not just Patriot nation, but the entire football loving planet. Pat yes. McAfee, the overrated podcast guy that he is. Will oh, you're just jealous of his millions. True. Okay. Uh, how about let's just say it's the seventh, eighth, ninth play of the game. I don't know if it's first ser- good first series or it's the second series. Mac has gotten, you know, it's now third and five. Okay. Ooh, tough down. Is that Malik Cunningham coming on the field? Is Mac jogging off? Is that Malik? Bring it. Oh, now see that all of a sudden you just took. A perfunctory activity and practice repetition and pretend football and made it exciting. And Malik then Cunningham, Cunningham comes on to the right. He's looking for Kendrick Bourne covered by Jair Alexander. Oh, that's oh, a bad oh, Jair oh. Alexander's running the oh touchdown Packers. At least we'll have something to talk about. I would lo- give him a couple snaps with the ones. Don't just make it a fourth quarter show. I think we will see 
significant action for Malik Cunningham because they need to know if he can be a third quarterback on the roster. He's gotten work at gunner, receiver, and quarterback so far in camp. They're doing everything they can to try to make this guy make their roster. All right, Andy, and now it is time for us to make the people some money. That's right. It is the Six Rings and Football Things FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week. FanDuel, make every moment more. Last week, of course, we were 2-0 and with our inaugural Six Rings FanDuel Bet of the Week. And like the degenerates we are, we're betting on the preseason. Why? Because we can't get enough. And like you say, Andy, it's entertainment. It's fun. And right now it's with funny money. Although when the regular season starts and we're putting real money on it, may get a little more interesting. All right. Last week you said Texans. They were three and a half point favorites at Gillette. They win 20 to nine. Your pick was that your pick went that way because you liked their depth at quarterback and you thought their bench players would be better. Pat Sav had no starters in the game. I went with the under. Traditionally, the Patriots are not big scorers in the preseason. It was 36 and a half at kickoff, and the final score was 20 to 9. Andy, I will give you first pick once again. Where are you going with your FanDuel Six Rings bet of the week? Pats at Packers. The Packers are three and a half point favorites. Yeah, so sadly uh, for Patriots fans, not that winning and losing in the preseason really matters, although it does matter to the Baltimore Ravens who've won 24 straight or 25 straight. Mm-hmm. Um, that receiver, going- by the way, from Boston College for them, that uh, what are they, uh, that Flowers kid? He yeah, was- it's weird. The guy that I wanted that is lighting up the summer and people are like, oh my God, this guy is a ridiculous weapon and all these things. Um, but I'm going to go with the Packers to mm-hmm. win by... One to 13 points in that point range. I don't know if people are aware of this is a little like more Mm -hmm. bets you can do Mm -hmm. on the FanDuel Mm -hmm. app. And so I think the Packers will win this game. I think they have the better starting unit. Um, I think you're going to see Jordan Love probably make some plays. And I think you're probably going to see Mac under duress with that offensive line. Um, And then who knows? It's preseason football. Who knows what happens when you get Malik Cunningham on the field or whoever the hell else. But give me the Packers to win by 1 to 13 points. I believe it's coming in right now at about plus 150 on mm-hmm. the FanDuel app. So uh, I like the uh, value there as well. And I'm looking to move to 2-0. and uh, Last week, the Packers, very good pick. That was actually going to be my pick as well. You stole it right out from under me. But that's okay because I feel reasonably confident and comfortable in my selection as well. In their first pretend season game, the Packers won 36-19 to over the Cincinnati Bengals, proving once again scoring is legal and allowed. In the preseason, backup quarterback Sean Clifford went 20 of 26, one tutty, two picks, but had over 200 yards. They had a running back by the name of Emmanuel Wilson with 111 yards as a backup. Wilson! Two, ah! Ah, who doesn't love who doesn't love a good Wilson? So uh, do I see the Packers putting up 36 points? No, but the over-under is only 37. Will the Patriots probably get to somewhere between 10 and 17? Yes, which means the Packers only need to put up between 20 and 24 points. I see this maybe like a Packers 27, Patriots 17 kind of affair. So I will take it minus 105, the over in Patriots at Packers. Ooh, over. Over. Give me the I'm always over. happy to root for the over in a preseason game because it means there's it's, plays happening, yeah, being given up, yeah. made, whatever, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. Plays are happening. Let's go. Pick sixes, big kicks, bomb throws, Hail Marys, whatever it is. Get the kids out there, run them, score them. And that's what we got. So once again, your Six Rings FanDuel Sportsbook bets of the week for pretend season week number two. Andy Hart has the Packers winning by one to 13 points at plus 150. And at minus 105, 
Andy's dog, who can currently be seen next to the second mic at Andy's home office desk studio. He's super interested in my pick of over 37 points at minus 105. All right, Andy, any final thoughts here as we wrap up this excellent Pats Packers pretend season week two preview episode of Six Rings? I think I am always a contrarian because I feel like some fans are becoming less interested in this team as the preseason wears on and they're getting more worried and some of that. Uh, I'm more interested. I'm more interested to just see what Bill does, what Bill O'Brien does, how they react, the tough schedule. It may go well, it may not go well, but I'm really becoming more interested to see how the Patriots handle uh, handle their business, as they say, mm -hmm. coming up in September. But uh, we still get a few weeks to go before we get there. Business, growth, adversity. All of it. We're here for all of it. You can follow along with us at Six Rings Pod, at Jumbo Heart, at Fitzy GFY, and of course, a contributor to the Six Rings of Football Things podcast and our beat writer extraordinaire at weei.com, at Mike Cadlick with a K. We'll have updates throughout the week, all Saturday night long. Andy and I will do a, shall we say, belated version of the Six Rings postgame show when we do the Fitzy and Heart program Sunday, 10A to 1230P on WEEI and all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. For producer Justin Turpin, our friends at FanDuel, the sponsor of the Six Rings and Football Things podcast, FanDuel, make every moment more. Andy Hart, his dog behind us, who kept us entertained for a large portion of the podcast, and your old pal Nick Fitzy-Stevens. This has been Six Rings and Football Things, a presentation of WEEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Enjoy the rest of your week. We will talk to you soon. Good day, God bless, and not go, Pack, go. Let's go, Pats. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.